Don't let taxes derail your retirement and estate planning. On today's show, we'll outline several strategies that could help keep more of your retirement dollars where they belong with you. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Retirement Room Radio, the Simons of Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the father of the of the boys, obviously, and founder of Simon and Simon Financial. Uh, 88 combined years of experience between these three, and they have helped hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we talk retirement each and every week here on the program. And also each and every week, we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation, so listen up for that. We'll open up those calendar spots here in just a little bit. So consider these strategies involving maximizing Roth IRA possibilities and health savings accounts to keep more of what you've saved over for the years. So basically strategies to help you keep your cash, folks, when it comes to retirement. Grant, let's start with this one, analyzing your retirement savings. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So anytime we sit down with somebody for the first time, uh, one of the things that we do in that planning process is we really outline exactly where all the different retirement savings accounts are. You know, if you're like most Americans, you probably have some accounts that are tax deferred, uh, while others might be taxable or tax-free, such as a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. But this is really where you want to add up all of those accounts and determine how much retirement savings you have in total. It's kind of like when you put a picture, a a puzzle together, you uh, lay out all the pieces, you start with the border and then fill your way in. That's really what this part is. It's just getting to see on black and white where everything actually stands. Talking taxes and how you can keep more of your dollars when you are in retirement. So some strategies for you. Start by analyzing your retirement savings. Take a good hard look. Next, assess your retirement tax liability. Yeah, so the second step really is to try to figure out what type of taxes are you going to owe in retirement. And that's really based on how much of your retirement savings is going to be held in tax-deferred accounts, such as traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, uh, simple IRAs, or SEP IRAs. Um, And you want to do that because you want to figure out exactly uh, when you contributed these accounts, how much you've contributed, and when you pull it out, how much is the tax liability going to be coupled with either social security, pensions, or other income, so you get a good idea of what type of taxes you're going to owe in retirement. Folks, we talk retirement each and every week here on Retirement Room. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. And right now, strategies uh, in and around taxes to kind of keep more of your retirement dollars. So analyzing your retirement savings, first step. Assess your retirement tax liability, second step. And now figure out your estimated required minimum distributions. Yeah, because this is really a situation where you have, for some people, they don't necessarily need all of their required minimum distributions for income. So if the IRS is forcing you to take out 50000 a year in required minimum distributions, but when you add your pension and your Social Security income, you might only need 
$30,000 of that $50,000 RMD. So you want to figure out how much is the government going to force me to take out? And then also, what is that going to do to me tax-wise? Now, Congress recently pushed back the date at which you have to start taking your required minimum distributions. Anyone born on or before July 1st of 1949 still must begin to take their RMDs at age 72. But whatever date your RMDs kick in, you must take out that specific amount each and every year based on your estimated lifespan as calculated by the IRS tables. Talking taxes, and we, we hit taxes almost every single show because it's a big part of what you need to be aware of when it comes to retirement. So some strategies to keep more of your money once you hit your golden years. So start analyzing your retirement savings. Then assess your retirement tax liability. Figure out what's going to be your estimated required minimum distribution. Know what that's going to be. And how about this one, Grant? Consider a Roth conversion. Yeah, so if you have a lot of money in traditional IRA or traditional 401k accounts, and let's say you were making good income, $250,000, $300,000 a year while you were working, you end up retiring in your early to mid-60s. You could very well have two or three, $4 million in your 401k slash traditional IRAs. And what you find out is, let's say you retired at 62 to 65, well, you know, 10 to seven years from that point, your required minimum distributions very well might be in the neighborhood of $240,000 per year. And that could really cause some serious tax problems when your required minimum distributions start kicking in. So you want to look at, if you do have a lot of money in those tax deferred accounts, traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks, between the time that you retire and are forced to start taking out your RMDs, that's really that golden period, the golden opportunity to potentially look at doing some Roth conversions, getting some of the funds from those traditional IRAs or traditional 401ks into a Roth IRA by doing a conversion, because the more you get into that Roth IRA account, the less of your retirement assets that are going to be subjected to the required minimum distributions. Now, the positive is that you have no RMDs on Roths, and when you take the funds out, it's all tax-free. However, if you're going to convert some traditional IRA or traditional 401k assets, you have to pay the tax upfront on however however much you convert. So there is a balancing act. There is a, a bit of math that you want to do to make sure that you're not converting too much and paying too much in taxes. I do think that everyone listening uh, understands that tax rates do eventually have to go up. They are at the lowest that they've been. Uh, essentially, if you look at the last 70 years, they're at one of the lowest points ever. So eventually, we're going to have to start paying back some of these unfunded liabilities, the $30 trillion in debt that we owe as a country. Tax rates have to go up. So doing the Roth conversion now while tax rates are low can put you in a good position when tax rates do eventually start going up by reducing your RMDs and also when you start taking retirement income having a tax-free income stream from those Roths. You're locked into Retirement Rue Radio. We have the Simons, Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Simon & Simon Financial in the New Orleans market. And again, retirement each and every week, and each and every week, an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. Talk about your 
retirement situation. Right now, we're hitting taxes. Uh, it's it's going to be there. Uh, you're going to go into retirement. So have a strategy to keep more of your money. So start with this, analyzing your retirement savings, all right, working with pros. Uh, next, you know, you, you assess your retirement tax liability. Then you figure out what your estimated required minimum distributions are going to be. And folks, this is all part of a retirement plan when you start talking about taxes and how it's going to fit in. And then consider that Roth conversion. And on the tail of that, Grant, you know, once you have that Roth, save more in it. Yeah, absolutely. So the key to being able to put money into a Roth IRA is one or both spouses, either or, must have earned income. So you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA if you don't have earned income. You're getting rent from properties, investment properties. That doesn't count. You got to have either 1099 or W-2 income. Now, one spouse, as long as they make enough to cover the amount that you're contributing in earned income, you could use one spouse's income for both spouses to contribute. But you got to have earned income. So if you're still working, and you don't want to pay all the taxes on a conversion after you stop working, save more in the Roth, whether it be a Roth 401k contribution or a Roth IRA contribution. If you're under 50, you can put 6000 a year into a Roth. If you're over the age of 50, you can put up to $7,000 a year into a Roth. So building up the value of a Roth over time really helps decrease your tax liabilities in retirement. Folks, it's Retirement Rue. We talk retirement each and every week with Simon and Simon Financial. And again, the particulars there, it's a three-headed monster, and I mean that in a very positive way. You've got Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Again, Gerald, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial, and, and they can put their 88 combined years of experience to work uh, on retirement. They do it each and every day. So, Grant, listen, we've been talking taxes, and now's the opportunity to get on your calendar, no cost or obligation. What's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you are in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, we've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who has at least $200,000 saved for retirement. And what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We will also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we will even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Finally, we've got a group, folks, Simon & Simon Financial, offering retirees and pre-retirees just common sense and straight talk. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. And, folks, you need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Chad, Grant, and Gerald are going to translate for you complex financial world into very clear instructions. We have five spots. They will go extremely fast. Call the number now, 800 800- 728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, no cost or obligation. The next five callers are going to receive that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are now, but most importantly, a roadmap to get you where you need to be. Have that conversation about your retirement, no cost or obligation. Again, here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now. Inflation is at a 40-year high, most agree taxes are going up, and the market continues to be volatile. 
When we come back, we'll outline some ways to help you navigate your path to retirement during these tumultuous times. Retirement Room Radio. Hello, New Orleans. We talk retirement each and every week. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. These three, 88 combined years experience, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we throw the topics out each and every week. And we have great conversations. You're going to end up having questions about your retirement. Uh, you can get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. That is coming up, folks. So listen up and take advantage of that. So all this market volatility, it might unnerve investors of any age. We've kind of all been there, but particularly those just entering into retirement. Because guess what? You know, your regular income stream is gone. You're retired. While the market swings may leave you feeling powerless and times of uncertainty and volatility remind us to focus on things that we can control. So we've got five ways to maintain control. So listen up and take some notes of your retirement security, no matter what the markets throw at you. All right. So first up, Chad, we're bringing you in on this one. Uh, one thing you can do is work longer. You can control that. Yeah, that's exactly right, Morgan. Um, again, this is not going to work for everyone. And typically, as uh, investment advisors, when someone comes in and tells us they're ready to retire, our job isn't to say, well, nope, you got to go back to work. But uh, obviously, during these times, if you haven't saved as much or you haven't planned as maybe as you should have, um, or as much as you should have, or as in advance as you should have, working longer is a solution. You know, um, obviously, if you have health problems or if there's corporate downsizing, you lose your job. There aren't the job opportunities in your uh, your neighborhood in your area. That's that's an issue you have to contend with. But anytime you work longer, you extend that income generation. You're going to put yourself in a bigger chance for success. You also extend the time in which you take Social Security. Um, so again, it's not an option for everyone. And our main job when someone comes to us, tells us they're ready to retire is to find solutions, not to tell people, well, you know, just get out of here and go back to work. Um, so we can find those solutions. I will say if you are truly ready to retire and continuing work is not an option, um, the best way to solve this is to whatever you think you're doing increase it. If you think you're saving enough and you can increase it, increase it. If you think you're starting retirement planning early enough, start earlier. Um, starting your retirement plan early and preparing for that as early as possible. Don't wait until the year you retire or six months after you retire or the month you're leaving the workforce. Start retirement planning two, three, four, five years before you think you're going to be there so that you can account for any and all uh, economic issues that can kind of puts you in a, in a no-win situation. But obviously, working longer is an option, and many people are electing to do that. Folks, it's all about having a plan. You just heard Chad say it. We talk about it each and every week here on the program, Retirement Roo. Uh, having that plan, that confidence in what you're going through as you head towards retirement, and once you get to retirement, you know that, that peace of mind that you're going to be okay. But have a plan, and one thing that you can do to kind of take control, and we just talked about it, and some have this option, some don't. Chad, that's a great point, and that's work longer. 
Some of us have the option. Some of us don't. So if you don't, you really need to work on that plan, make sure you're okay. What about adding guaranteed income? Yeah, obviously, if you have enough guaranteed income to cover your basic needs, you can kind of go with any gyrations the markets throw that throw at you. You know, your first step, and I guess the biggest thing we do when it comes to investment planning and retirement planning, and it's part of our uh, step to maximizing successful retirement planning, is to ensure that you're making the right decisions on how and when you select your retire your Social Security option. So. Um, deciding when and how to take Social Security, should you take it early, should you take it later, anytime you can get that right, that's going to solve a, a huge issue. For most people, Social Security is their largest income asset in retirement. Um, and the more, so getting that correct, but also the more income uh, streams you have in retirement, the better you are. So whether it be dividend stocks, whether it be a real estate investment, whether it be uh, income products that like annuities that can create guaranteed income, increasing the amount of income you have throughout retirement or at the beginning of retirement, um, the number of different various income sources is going to give you an edge, especially when we see, you know, the cost of living going up, um, you're going to need a little bit more to offset inflation. So ensuring you have those income streams it also se separates you or takes you out of um, some of the volatility or exposure to the volatility we see currently with uh, the stock market. So yes, increasing your income sources is a big one for sure. I tell you, folks, uh, looking at the market, just watching it over the last couple of months, I mean, it's a little unnerving. It's a lot of up. It's a lot of down. It's a lot of, I mean, sideways. We talk about it uh, almost on a weekly basis because it is so tied to our retirement plans. So how do you take control? Well, you, you take control of things that you can absolutely control, and we're talking about those today. Uh, that first one, if you can, you can work a little bit longer. You can also add guaranteed income streams. You can do that. Uh, another thing is just take a look at what you're doing, Chad, and and adjust your spending. I mean, if you have to back it up a little bit, back it up. Yeah, you know, this is a big one. Um, when it comes to retirement planning, successful retirement planning, you know, doing the correct income planning is, is critical, not only in generating the amount you need in the various income sources, but also how much you're spending. So, you know, we tell clients all the time, if you're taking out some income, and it's doing nothing but going directly to savings. If you're taking out income from your IRA uh, and you're paying taxes on that money, you're taking it out, you're not spending it, and it's going right to your savings account. That is a bad, uh, that's a bad combination. You're taking money out of a taxable, creating a taxable event, putting it to the side in an account that makes no money. So it's a double whammy. So if you're doing that and then you have things like inflation hit now and volatility in the market, um, if you can cut back on that income, uh, kind of budget, you know, are, are really select the times in which you take the income. Again, there's nothing worse than taking income out from accounts when the market is down. So having a diversified portfolio helps to ensure that you can consistently take out that income from the correct accounts without it affecting you. But also, if you don't need the income or you can reduce your income just during the times where we see this volatility, you go back 100 years, the average time it takes for the market to rebound to, to the point it was before the fall is like four and a half months. So you know, it's the same thing with RMDs. That's why we tell our clients that they can take your required minimum distributions at the end of the year. It's the perfect example. RMDs are based on what the, your IRAs, your qualified plans were on the last day of, of the previous year. Well, 1231 of 2021 was literally the highest the market's ever been. We hit an all-time high. Your qualified plans and your RMDs are tied to that amount. And then the market falls 15 to 20% rebounds a little bit. So if you can wait until September, October, November, later in the year, give that 
money time to come back before you take that R&D, this is the principle, same principle applies. So adjusting the income where it comes from and also having the ability to um, kind of modulate that um, to kind of flow with the market is always going to put you in a better position no matter what. You're locked into Retirement Rue Radio. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. We're visiting with Chad Simon currently, but Grant Simon and Gerald Simon at Simon and Simon Financial. Uh, we are discussing, you know, just how to maintain control of your retirement security. And folks, uh, we've talked about working longer. If you can, certainly that's an option. You can add guaranteed income. You can do that. You can adjust your spending. And uh, Chad, what about building a cash buffer? So that's exactly right. You know, if you don't have enough guaranteed income to cover your basic expenses, you may want to consider maintaining a larger cash buffer. You know, typically we see people who have too much cash on them. So we're not talking about having, you know, 100000 or 200000 sitting making nothing when interest rates are historically the lowest they've ever been. Um, but having a, enough money set aside for emergencies is critical. I would say in addition to having a cash buffer in reverence to getting you through a volatile a moment of volatility, also have a place to take your income assets and investments inside your portfolio where you can take income from that aren't necessarily um, affected by volatility in the market. It's having it's about having a place to go to take income from an asset that's not gone down. Um, that's when you can really put yourself in a hole you can't get out of. If all your monies are tied to equities, whether it be stocks or bonds, because right now with inflation, both stocks and bonds are going down. Um, and you've got to take three, four, five percent out of your portfolio to live, and your account's down 20, 30 percent. Well, now instead of a five percent withdrawal factor, you're taking out, you know, seven, eight percent. You do that over three, four, five years, and you can put yourself in a hole that you can't get out of, and you will run out of money or run the risk of running out of money um, before you retire. So having um, a cash buffer is important, but more importantly than that is having a place to go to take the income that's not um, subject to the volatility of the market. All right. Well, now's the time to get on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial. Chad, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen other advisors charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give this to you today at no cost or obligation. If you're one of the next five callers, you have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you can experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Folks, we are proud just to be shedding light on so many different topics when it comes to retirement. We understand that you may be struggling with different aspects when it comes to retirement and you've got questions. This is your opportunity now, no cost or obligation. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number. We've got five spots. We've opened them up just for radio listeners, 800 800- 728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. We talk about peace of mind. We talk about, you know, just that warm and fuzzy feeling because, you know, you know, you have confidence in the plan uh, that is your retirement. So, folks, if you've got questions, call the number now, five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Sometimes it's good to go back to the basics. When we come back, we'll outline four key factors to consider and how to develop a plan that can help you get to retirement.
Retirement Rue on the air in New Orleans. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the team at Simon & Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries, and we hit the topics each and every week. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we get into estate and legacy planning, safe money strategies, Social Security and tax planning, Medicare planning. Folks, it's all about having a plan for retirement. Maybe you're in the middle of something. you got questions. It's time to get a second opinion. Maybe you haven't started planning yet. Well, we're going to open up spots on the calendar at Simon & Simon Financial here in just a little bit. Perfect opportunity for you to start your retirement plan or uh, you can get that second opinion uh, for those questions you have about what's going on in your current portfolio. So planning ahead, love the word plan, don't we, is one of the best ways to get ready, prepare for you know a comfortable retirement. And from keeping track of your savings to adopting strategies for generating income, a thoughtful approach can help you sustain your lifestyle as you move into the next phase of your life. So this is where we're going to start the conversation, generating income in retirement. Chad, take it, run with it. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So for most retirees, generating a reliable, consistent source of income is the most important need you're going to have uh, when those regular paychecks stop. You know, again, um, for the first time in your financial lifetime, there's no more money coming in. There's only money coming out if you don't have continued income sources. So let's talk about some of the most common sources of income that we see in retirement. First would be workplace retirement plans. So this is one of the most common secondary to only Social Security. So retirement savings plans such as 401ks and IRAs are often the largest source or one of the largest sources of income for most retirees. An advisor can help you determine the most tax efficient strategy for distributing those income sources uh, in your savings and how to invest it so that you can benefit from potential growth but don't incur more risk than you're comfortable with and also mitigate the tax consequences of taking from those sources because usually they are all taxable. Um, secondly is Social Security. It's a huge part of our planning when we sit down with someone who's entering retirement or within three, four, five years of retirement is ensuring they are making the best decision possible in how and when they should take their Social Security. So Social Security is backed by the federal government. It's adjusted for inflation. It actually does do a very good job of keeping up with inflation. Um, the average cost of living adjustment over the last uh, you know, 60 years is almost 3%. Um, we had a large increase this last year, 5.9% one year. Um, cost of living adjustment, the largest we've seen since uh, 1981. Um, and if you think that Social Security is going away or that we're going to run out of money or it's not going to be there, you know, we tell people all the time, it's okay to take Social Security early or later. There's no wrong or right way to take it based on your own situation. But don't not take it or don't take it early because you think it's going to run out. I can tell you um, there's lots of tools in the government's tool chest to make it Social Security more viable just by tweaking um, a little bit, for instance, just by tweaking how much uh, richer Americans or more affluent Americans pay in taxes, just by adjusting cost of living, adjusting how old you are when you're getting Social Security, um, increases the, the viability of the program by decades. And also, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, independent, um, there is no constituency for cutting Social Security. We will sell our souls to China more than we already have to ensure Social Security will be around. So again, making sure that you take it the right way for your specific situation um, based on the math, not based on what your Aunt Franny says, as we said, um, is critically important. And then last but not least, pension plans. You know, 
pension plans are becoming less common. Unfortunately, they're very expensive for companies to offer pension plans. Um, those are funded and unfunded liabilities that those companies have on their books for decades and, and decades. Um, they're very costly, especially when um, interest rates uh, wobble like they have been and they're hard to adjust uh, to see how much they are going to cost those companies. So unfortunately for younger employers, pension plans are going away. So it, it just tells you how important it is, especially for younger investors, how important it is to put that extra money away, save as much as you can, um, you know, be prepared, be your own bad advocate. Don't depend on anyone um, for those future income sources because pension plans, um, they are one of the most valuable resources for today's retirees. But I can tell you, younger retirees are going to um, face a scenario where they're not going to be around as much. You're locked into Retirement Rue, and we talk retirement each and every week here with the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. And we are looking at just, you know, planning ahead, things that you can do so you can, you know, assure yourself you're going to have the most, the best opportunity, I should say, to sustain your lifestyle once you move into retirement. So generate income in retirement, have that workplace retirement plans, make sure you're participating, Social Security, make sure you plan to take it when you should uh, don't just hit a number and say, I'm taking it. Uh, make sure that works into your plan. And also, if you have a pension, how that's going to fit into your retirement plan. And Chad, what about addressing health care costs? Because we know they're going up and we know we're all going to need it at some point. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Morgan. So you can do have all the great income planning, have all the income sources in the world. But if you have an unexpected health event or you know, do not have the correct health insurance program set up for your specific situation and your needs and your goals and your budget, um, you're looking at, again, putting yourself in a hole you can't get out of. So um, big challenge for retirees face these days is medical expenses. They are rising. We are living longer. We're living longer sicker, which means that it's, it's costing us more to live longer because we are living with uh, chronic diseases, which costs money to treat. Um, so that's many more years you're going to have to live with uh, increased expenses. So let's go over a few ways we can help mitigate those costs. So one way while you're working is a health savings account, also known as, as an HSA. Health savings accounts are tax advantage accounts that are available only with a qualified high deductible health plan or health insurance plan attached to the account and allow you to accrue savings during your working years and apply those savings to your medical expenses after you retire. So it goes towards those that tax preferred account. And HSA is a great way to have the funds to uh, manage those out-of-pocket expenses. That's what an HSA is for. Next, long-term care. No one knows when and if they're going to need long-term care. Um, there is a traditional way to do long-term care um, that can be very expensive. We do it a little differently. Um, traditionally, companies, I won't mention their names, have done a very bad job of estimating how much long-term care will cost. So you get a policy, a long-term care policy, you're paying in monthly or quarterly or annually for you and your spouse. Um, and what we're seeing is, is that you start off in your 40s or 50s paying maybe $100 or 60 bucks a month. And then what happens is as you get older, the price of care has gone up so much that these companies literally price you out of the market. So we use hybrid policies, hybrid life insurance policies, combine, combine life insurance with long-term care benefits to help you pay for those costs of in-home care, assisted living, a nursing home, or other related expenses that Medicare will not cover or may not cover. Um, long-term care or chronic care riders available at additional cost uh, may also be added to life insurance policies or annuities or other life insurance policy products, allowing you to access a portion of the benefit or the policy's benefit early for care you need um, related to long-term care. So that's 
you know, having a plan for long-term care. And last but not least, Medicare. Medicare is obviously the federal health insurance program that provides coverage for people age 65 and older. Um, it's the largest healthcare provider in the country, almost in, in, in one of the largest in the world. Many depend on it. So if, if you're disabled and you're under 65 or you're 65 or older, Medicare is going to be a big part of how you can uh, cost-effective cost way to pay for your healthcare expenses. When you turn 65, it's so important that you get with someone that understands the Medicare process and Medicare insurance plans like the back of their hand, which we have someone in our office. It's part of our initial retirement planning is ensuring that you not only get the right plan for your budget, your healthcare needs, um, but that you understand the cost so that you can avoid these big uh, life changing, unexpected uh, financial risk. Again, you can have the best financial plan, best income plan in the world. If you don't account for um, health insurance needs, long-term care needs, it can really bite you in the butt. Planning ahead. We're talking about just how you can maintain a comfortable retirement, and we are up against it, folks. We've got five spots on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. Grant, you're going to pitch this one. So uh, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, we've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. And what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We will also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we will even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. The goal of the show, help you make the best decision. We talk retirement each and every week. And if you want to be comfortable in your retirement, you have to have a plan. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. We have five spots. We're opening up right now for radio listeners only, so exclusive to you. Call the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, we know there's a lot of stress when it comes to planning for retirement, but once you have a plan, that's the peace of mind we talk about, the warm and fuzzy feeling of knowing that you've got it down. You know what's going to happen. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now. Five spots. They will go fast. 800-728-2225. When we come back, we'll highlight some of the most asked questions this week. Retirement Rue on in New Orleans, talking retirement each and every week. We have the Simons, Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Again, Gerald, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And these three have 88 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. And we are getting ready to open up question and answer. Immediately following the Q&A, we'll open up five spots on the counter with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. So when we do jump on one of those appointments, feel better about your retirement planning process. Maybe you haven't even started. This would be a great time to do that. Maybe you're in the middle of something. You got questions. Guess what? Get a second opinion. Grab one of those spots. All right. Metairie is our first location. Paul is there. Chad, this one's for you. 
Paul says, I'm 67 and retired. I keep hearing commercials about converting my IRA into a gold IRA. With all the volatility, you think that's a good idea? And is that something you would recommend? Hey, Paul, thanks for the question. Um, so, you know, when it comes to gold, we get this question asked a lot. You know, when it comes to gold um, or any assets, it really comes down to uh, not picking and choosing one asset class or the other. It's so easy to say, oh, the grass is greener on the other side when every asset, stocks, bonds, are, you know, are going down and one asset, in this case, gold happens to be going up, going up. So it's easy to play Monday morning quarterback after the fact. You know, I wish I bought Apple in the 80s. I wish I would have bought Bitcoin in the, you know, 2015. Um, so after the fact, kind of Monday morning quarterback is always easier than um, making the investment, the right investment allocation decisions, you know, for a long successful retirement plan. So really, let's talk about gold. Gold uh, over time traditionally is not a very good investment as it, when it comes to a return. Gold is more of a hedge. So there's nothing wrong with having gold, but having, you know, more than five or ten percent of your assets or your portfolio in gold we do not believe is a good long-term solution for uh, accurate or, or adequate um, financial planning and retirement um, effectively gold goes up when everything else is going down so when the price of the dollar falls when oil goes up when inflation goes up you see oil do well but most of the time the market is doing well the market and you see economic turmoil where gold goes up only happens, you know, over the last hundred years, about 20 to 25 percent of the time. Most of the time, traditional investments, equities um, do very well. The stock market has been the greatest creator of wealth uh, in this world's history. So putting after the fact, after gold has gone up, just like putting an asset like in oil after oil has gone up, kind of chasing the next best thing is not really uh, the success, uh, the key to successful retirement planning. So when it comes to gold, again, it's not, there's nothing wrong with having some of your assets in gold. We don't think any more than five to 10% is necessary. The other thing is gold is not an income producing asset, right? So you have to have assets in retirement. They're going to produce income. Um, you can't keep it in an IRA um, or you can keep it in an IRA, but then you can't keep it in your person. So if it's a hedge against the dollar and the dollar goes kaput, you're going to want to have that gold in your hands. So there's not a tax efficient way to keep that gold on your person unless you do it through an IRA and you don't have that gold on your person when you have a gold IRA. Um, you know, the, the thing I always say is, you know, gold, you know, people say, oh, it can go to 3000 or 10,000 an ounce. Well, let's just play that out. So we have an apocalyptic ending, the market crashes, and now you've got a bunch of gold. Um, whoops, great. Now you've got a gold coin that's worth a million dollars. So you go down to the local grocery and, and you what? You chip off a little gold to buy bread. Uh, I mean, and someone hits you over the head, now they have all your gold. So I think people kind of look at gold and they kind of uh, romanticize the idea of having gold. But uh, when it comes to true asset allocation for growth, income, liquidity, protection, and taxes, it's probably not uh, going to be your most uh, viable asset. Uh, but there's nothing wrong having a little gold, for sure. Retirement Rue. We talk retirement each and every week. We're in the middle of question and answer. And again, the program is powered by Simon & Simon Financial. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar, no cost or obligation. That's coming up here shortly. 
Next question from Covington. Grant, this one's for you. Ernie asking this. An IRA is being willed to me. If I inherit it before the age of 59 and a half, can I have it sent directly to my own IRA? And what are the tax implications? Yeah, Ernie. So in this situation, if you are inheriting an IRA and you are below the age of 59 and a half, you really want that IRA to be an inherited IRA unless you are the spouse of the decedent of the person that died. If the person that is willing this IRA to you is your spouse, you can move it directly into your own IRA. However, if you are a non-spousal beneficiary or you are more than 10 years younger than the decedent, then you have to do what's called an inherited IRA. You'd also want an inherited IRA if you're under the age of 59 and a half and you plan to take any money out of there because you don't want the 10% pre-distribution penalty by inheriting the IRA. Um, and taking withdrawals before 59 and a half. The main tax implications are the following. Um, if you are a non-spousal um, uh, beneficiary, then when you put it into an inherited IRA, you will have 10 years from the date of their death to withdraw all those funds and pay taxes on that amount of money. You can choose how you want to withdraw it over that 10-year period, whether you do it in equal payments or uh, wait till the end of the 10th year, take it all out. You can do any number of combinations. Uh, but the main thing is if you're a non-spousal beneficiary, you want it to be an inherited IRA for sure. Q&A, rolling on, Retirement Rue Radio. You're tuned into it. We talk retirement each and every week. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate, and our hosts are Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon of Simon & Simon Financial. Mandeville, our next question. Grant, you're staying right there. You're going to handle this one from Rick as well. Here it is. Can you explain the living benefit on life insurance? I've never thought of life insurance as anything but a death benefit, so I'm curious as to how this works. Yeah, Rick. So there are basically um, two or three different living benefits for most life insurance policies. The first being um, if you are diagnosed with a terminal illness, you can get access to a portion of the death benefit while you still are alive. Usually that's a uh, you have 12 months or less to live. The other main living benefit usually on life insurance is when you hear about hybrid life insurance policies. These are the policies that provide long term care benefits, tax-free long-term care benefits, if you get sick, which generally are the death benefit paid to you early over a period of time, either um, uh, two years, 24 months, or over 50 months, uh, depending on the, uh, the way that the writer works. But usually it's either if you get sick and lose two activities of daily living, you're able to get a portion of the death benefit while you're alive. Or if you are diagnosed with a terminal illness, you've got less than uh, 12 months to live. You can get access to the death benefit while alive. Folks, we, we get to Q&A each and every week. You're going to have questions of your own. You might have something that you, you're going through that's similar. But remember, uh, in your retirement plan, it needs to be unique to you. I know that there's a lot of coffee shop talk. There's a lot of talk at work or the gym or wherever. Uh, you're, you're bumping into people and you're talking about your retirement and they're talking about theirs. Just remember, it needs to be unique to you. So have a plan. And we're going to give you that opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial and create your very own, right? No cost or obligation. So the last question of the program is going to go to Chad. This one is from New Orleans. Rhonda is there. Chad, here it is. 
What's your opinion of all the robo-advisor, and I do the finger quotes, right? You can't see it because it's radio, but I'm doing the finger quotes, robo-advisor stuff <laughs> that I've been hearing about. Is it something worth looking into? I'm 57. I plan to retire in 10 years at 67. Yeah. Hey, Rhonda, thanks for the question. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot of the many of the big uh, investment companies uh, in the investment retirement space creating these robo, quote unquote, air quote, robo advisors. Uh, and they are pitched as kind of an automated turnkey, low cost investment planning tool. But effectively, it's you know, an advisor by algorithm. So they are easy to set up. Sometimes the cost can be lower than traditional advisory, which makes sense because the company doesn't have to pay a human person to help manage your portfolio. Um, but that same feature, we believe, is probably it's great. It's negative. You know, we spend a tremendous amount of time with our clients on both the front end of retirement planning uh, you know, before and the years uh, right before retirement, as well as throughout retirement, because guess what? Things are going to change. The economy is going to change. The market's going to change. Um, we see things like increased inflation on unemployment or history changing pandemic, which I can tell you no uh, computer AI or algorithm can account for. And then maybe you have an unexpected life event. Maybe you want to start traveling or you want to help your grandson purchase a new house or a new car. You really don't have the flexibility and options that working with a human advisor gives you. So there are many sound investment plans that go beyond the limits of an algorithm-based investment plan or a robo-advisor platform. Uh, and the only way you can get those benefits is working with a, a human uh, advisor. So thanks right. for the question, though. All right. Great, great set of questions. And now the opportunity to get on the counter at Simon & Simon Financial. Chad, what's going to happen to the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen other advisors charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers. But we're going to give this to you today at no cost or obligation. If you're one of the next five callers, you have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current plan or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. All right, we've got five spots. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number, 800 728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, courtesy service, no cost to help educate and enlighten. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.